eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Well, hello. Uh, This is the best football show. Uh, I'm Brian Baldinger at Baldy NFL. You can find me, uh, you know, on Twitter. Baldy's Breakdowns on Instagram, on YouTube, uh, on the free Odyssey app. You know, wherever you download your apps, you can get this. So please like or share. Um, Anyways, I'm here every day. And I'm just... uh, you know, just musing about either games I'm doing, film I'm studying, or what team I've been with. Um, this this coming weekend, I'll be in San Francisco for Seattle, San Francisco. So I'll get a, another look at the 49ers and if they are truly the best team in football, which they look like. Um, and then I'll be in Miami on Monday night for Westwood One, Tennessee and Miami, and we'll get a look at, at Miami. But today, I spent the morning at the New York Jets. And... You know, as the day turns, uh, there's just more drama. So today, you know, you're you're a player, you're a fan. It's Wednesday. It's install day. Okay. Well, we've got to change a quarterback. So, you know, three weeks ago they benched Zach Wilson. Not just benched him. They for the second year in a row he went from being the starter to the third team quarterback and basically persona non grata. And they went with Tim Boyle, and it was a disaster. The failed Mary on Thanksgiving or, or on um, uh, Black Friday, I guess, um, Thanksgiving weekend. I, I mean, it was just a disaster. I mean, it was just a, you know, and then they went to Trevor Simeon when they realized Tim Boyle can't play, you know, and now today they're back to Zach Wilson in as a starter. Ahmed reports that he said he doesn't want to play, which, I mean, it's from a source. Who knows what that source is? If it's reliable, I'm not paying attention to it, but it's out there. People are talking about it. And then they brought in Brett Ripien. Brett Ripien started for the Rams in against Green Bay this year. I want to say about a month ago, and he was awful. 
He was awful. I mean, he was uh, he fumbled the snap on the third play, like and Green Bay recovered it. I mean, he was just awful. Less than fifty percent completion, and that's who the Jets signed. And so, if you're a Jet player, if you're Quinton Williams, if you're Garrett Wilson, if you're Brees Hall, I mean, if you're one of these young guys on the team, and you're looking around and everybody's talking about playoffs and who's the playoff team and playoff pictures, and you're in the Jets and you've lost five in a row. And you're going, we can't even figure out who our quarterback is. Like, what message is that sending to the players? Like, I get it. Like, maybe Zach was the best option, although it wasn't very good. Maybe it was the best option all along. I mean, I don't think anybody thought Tim Boyle was going to come in and do what we saw happen, Jake Browning do in Cincinnati. I don't think anybody thought that. I don't think anybody thought he was Gardner Minshew. But I thought they – I think they hoped – that he would be – give him a chance, convert some third down. But he's – you know, it's like watching New England. Like, neither one of those quarterbacks are any good. They're, they're not uh, – they, they don't throw the ball with accuracy. You know, you watch Bailey Zappi play the other day. can't hit a moving target consistently. Not at all. Not even close. Tim Boyle couldn't do it. Trevor Simeon couldn't do it. And so here they are now with Zach Wilson, who they said, we're done with you, Zach. That's basically what they said to him halfway through the Buffalo game. We're done with you. Now you're saying, hey, listen, if we can win this game against Houston at home, you know, we could get into the playoff picture. Maybe, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers could come back. Maybe we could still make this. I mean, it's just – it's, and I guess anything is possible. But the messaging is just, it's just terrible. And Joe Douglas is better than this. I mean, Joe Flacco was out there. Joe Flacco played for the Jets for two years. He came in. You know, and he was up there. And well, it's it's you know, it's not Nathaniel Hackett's offense. He knows these players, a lot of them, anyways. And you just go, what were they thinking? Like Joe Flacco played really well against Cleveland last week. I mean, against the Rams last week. So they can't get it right, man. They just can't get it right, and it's a shame. It's a shame for the fans. They they have so many. They've had so many home games. You know, last week, Atlanta, Buffalo, all these games at home. They can't win. So it's tough. They're going to go back to Zach Wilson and keep their fingers crossed. And maybe maybe they protect better, you know, than they have. I, I just know that Will Anderson uh, coming off the edge and Jonathan Greener in Houston are real dudes. Like, if you don't get in front of them and protect with intensity and with consistency and with great sets – if you're laid off the ball, if you don't have a good set, they're gonna they're gonna make you pay. Denver found that out against Houston last week in their pass rushers. So we'll see. Maybe Zach Wilson says, you know, this is my last chance. I, I gotta I gotta make it do now or or never. You know, maybe I'll just play myself out of the league if I don't get it here this time. Because last year he was benched as a starter and went to number three. And they went to Flacco and different guys. That's just a mess. I was up there and, you know, I mean, you want to try to provide optimism, a game plan, you know, what can Jet fans look forward to? I mean, the defense played lights out good last week in in New York. Lights out good. That's a good running football team in Atlanta, you know, with Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson, Ritter when he runs. That's They shut them down. They played great defense. I mean, it's a 13 to 8 game. They had three chances in the fourth quarter to go down and get one touchdown and, you know, win the game. They gave them every chance they could. 
They couldn't. I mean, the defense, they, they really couldn't play any better. They, they got one, they gave up one touchdown the whole day. It was kind of a fluke play to a backup tight end. And look, it's just, it's just horrible. I feel terrible for Quincy Williams and CJ Mosley and Jermaine Johnson and the guys that play, you know, Sauce Gardner, guys, DJ Reed, guys that play the game the right way. And, it, you know, you can't win games if you can't score touchdowns in this league. You just can't do it. And so, especially if you want to try to be a playoff team. And so that's the, the challenge for Zach Wilson this week. But I want to get to a game this week because I studied the Cleveland Ram game last week. Uh, I studied it a lot yesterday. And Joe Flacco was very good for Cleveland. But even more impressive on the other side is Matthew Stafford. And quietly, the Rams have won three in a row. And they go to Baltimore this weekend. It's coming off a bye. Uh, my latest stats have them as the number one ranked defense in football. Lowest scoring defense. Fewest points surrendered. All right. Number one in passing average. Number one in total passing yards. So the challenge is you watch this Rams offense. Now they went up against a good Cleveland defense last week. And I got to tell you, Stafford was impressive. Puka Nakua, 70 yards. Like they get a big play either pass play or big play touchdown every week. And if it's not Nakua, it's 2-2 Atwell the week before. It could be Cooper Cup, Demarcus Robinson, Tyler Higby. And now that uh, Kyron Williams is back at running back, you realize with, with Kyron Williams as the starting running back and getting 15 carries or more, the Rams are 5-0. and Just think about that. Now, you know, the Rams are on the outside looking in right now. They're 6-6. Six and six. Like, this is the game. They're going across the country. And I'm telling you, this passing offense, first of all, Stafford can do anything any great quarterback in this league can do. He can throw no-look passes. He can, throw, he can get to his third progression. He isn't easily fooled. Yes, he can turn the ball over when the protection just breaks down. And the Ravens do lead the league in sacks, and that's the challenge. Not just, you know, can Alaric Jackson hold up against Jadevian Clowney or Rob Havenstein hold up against Rob Van Oy, uh, Kyle Van Oy, or, you know, can, um, you know, can, can they slow down Justin Matabike inside? I mean, they got a, a variety of ways, blitzes, pressures that they could get after the quarterback. But if they, they hold up like they did against Cleveland last week, um, I'm telling you, this passing offense, it's, it's on unbelievable throws by Stafford into windows, you know, seven cuts into a honeycomb window and, you know, throws down the seam against Tampa too. Like he's, he's not missing. And if he gets time to be able to release it, like he's putting the ball on the fingertips right now. And I think it's going to be, I hear the weather. Okay. The weather gods aren't going to be kind with, you know, gusting winds and rain. It's the East coast. It's December. Um, you know, just think about it. Stafford played the majority of his career in Detroit in the Dome, and he's been out in sunny Los Angeles, won a Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium. Um, they didn't get those kind of conditions. But regardless, he's a pro. And, you know, uh, Cooper Cup played at Eastern Washington. He's played in all these conditions. A lot of these guys have played in this stuff. Um, so I'm not worried about that. Uh, everybody has to play in it. Uh, Lamar has to play in it just as well. But the Rams' defense is playing a lot better, too, now. It's a lot more – got to study it. you got to know who Byron Young is. 
You got to you got to know who Kobe Turner is. Two rookies, they drafted high. They're starting and, and making big plays next to Aaron Donald, and you know the secondary has played very very well. Um, so I think it's going to be a highly entertaining game. But I, I guess I went from the Jets and their situation at quarterback and how they honestly have never gotten it right since Joe Namath. No matter you know whether it's you know Sam Darnold six years ago, you know, because if you get it wrong at the number three pick, or if you get it wrong at the number two pick, just think about what's happened with just the Jets. Okay. They fired the general manager. They fired a coach with Sam Darnold. They fired, you know, another coach, you know, now they're on to Zach Wilson and this is not working out. Do they fire is, is Rob Sala, you know, is Joe Douglas. Are these guys in trouble right now? because they got that pick wrong and they can't get the position right. Because think about what Sean McVay has done. Sean McVay had Jared Goff, and everybody can realize that Jared Goff is far more than just serviceable. He's a winning quarterback. He was in Los Angeles. He took him to a Super Bowl, and, you know, on a day where they kept the score down, they just couldn't make the throw necessary to, you know, to beat New England that day. But he got him to a Super Bowl, and Sean McVay said, nope, Matt Stafford's out there and he's better. Now, how did he know that? I mean, Matt Stafford, yes, he was the number one pick. But Matt Stafford, I don't know what his record was in the playoffs up until the Rams. I don't know if he'd won a playoff game. Quite frankly, I don't think he did. Um, But he knew Stafford was either a more elite arm, a better leader, better at throwing a deep ball, better at progressions, whatever it was. Sean McVay said, I can improve this position. And he did. And he's won a Super Bowl. And he's got his team in contention this year. When everybody said, you know, this is just going to be, um, you know, a rebuilding year. Well, they're 6-6. Six and six. They've won three in a row. Kyron Williams is back in the lineup. They look like they fixed their offensive line. They fired their offensive line coach last year. Kevin Carberry, he was the offensive line coach when they won a the Super Bowl. He said, we got to do better. Like, the coach sometimes has to make hard decisions. And they've lost coaches. They've lost Kevin O'Connell. They lost... LaFleur, they lost, you know, Brandon Staley. They lost all these guys. But, you know, the coach, McVay, knows. And the front office knows. And the owner knows. And maybe they go to Baltimore and take care of business. And maybe that's the contrast between a Jet organization that's trying to figure it out and try to please their fan base and try to, you know, fix, um, you know, 50 years or more, whatever it is now, since the Super Bowl, try to fix that versus what Sean McVay has done in a short period of time in Los Angeles, where they have gotten the position right. They traded up. You know, I mean, Sean McVay wasn't there, but, you know, they traded up to go get uh, Jared Goff, and they had success with them. And they said, we could do better. We want to win championships. And they went out and got Jalen Ramsey, went out and signed Aaron Donald to an extension and got – Matt Stafford, and struck gold with Cooper Cup. And here they are. Here they are, and the stretch run has begun, and who knows? Who knows what happens in Baltimore and that inclement weather this weekend while the Jets are going back to their third-team quarterback and picking up another quarterback that can't play and releasing a quarterback that we knew couldn't play, and it can't get it right. And maybe Aaron Rodgers does come back. I don't know. Like, but – He's 40 years old. He's coming off an Achilles, and maybe they put all their eggs back in the basket next year 
on Aaron at 41 next year, and maybe they do, do get it right, maybe. But there's a contrast, a compare and contrast between two organizations, one that has done it and won it and looks like they're doing it right, and I can't wait to talk about that game next week uh, right here on, on Baldy's uh, The Best Football Show. So, anyways, that's what's on my mind today after spending four hours at the Jets and going as the wheel turns and the carousel just keeps turning. And, uh, you know, here's another, you know, failed experiment going back in there with really hope. That's what they're going with. And, and maybe, look, maybe we're talking about Zach Wilson's renaissance next week. Maybe. I, I don't ever want to say a guy can't do it. Uh, you know, I'm going to go watch the tape and tell you if he can. But this is his 32nd start. We know that there's a high rate of turnovers. There's a high rate of just um, how would you describe his uh, his play? His play is uh, it's it's scattered. It's just scattered play, and it's very inconsistent. So, anyways, this is do or die for the Jets. Uh, they're going to Zach Wilson. It's you know if they win the game, they're still in it. They're not out of it, and if they lose, they're done. So, it's do or die for the Jets at MetLife Stadium. Maybe they'll rename it Jet Life Stadium if they can win. But I know this. Baltimore is going to pack a good, a, a young team and a good passing game when they get off the uh, the plane in Baltimore this weekend. And that's going to be a fun game to watch in the study. Thanks for watching the best football show. I'm your host, Brian Baldinger. Come find me. Join me. Tell your friends about it. Uh, I'm here every single day. Love talking football with you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.